I'm Chrissy. I'm Anastasia. This, this is Two Broke Moms. Welcome back to Two Broke Moms. Uh, this is Chrissy. This is Anastasia. And we are officially back at it. Sorry uh, you missed us last week. I know. I know you missed us terribly. We had like some scheduling stuff and like we really couldn't get together. And so there's a lot of stuff that happened in this past like two weeks. Yeah, it's been a crazy week. Um, Last weekend, if you are um, friends with Chrissy and I, IRL, real life, um, you know that my son's dad's house burnt down over the weekend last weekend. And yeah. um, Jacob was actually there, so In I house. drove. Yeah, oh exactly. I drove there at midnight to get him, and that was Saturday night, um, Sunday midnight uh, last weekend. Traumatic. So usually we record on Sundays, and so it really threw everything off for us. Right. Um, but we took it as an opportunity to talk to you guys today about how life sometimes throws us really shitty curveballs. <laughs> right. Um, well, so he, yeah, and just like what happened, like we can't like anticipate that yeah exactly and we don't know and like i i have huge anxiety around not knowing what's gonna happen absolutely so she really does (laughs) (laughs) and i think that like i think that's relatable in the fact that we just like either either you're just like fuck it i'm just gonna go for it and live my life or you're like i want to make sure that everything's in order and things are you know set and not necessarily saying to a huge extreme of like perfectionism but also like some people are just like I'm gonna live life how I live life and whatever happens happens and that's great but I I think a mix of the two is probably right there's like a middle ground that sometimes people can meet at I mean like you said we can't anticipate stuff like that from happening and of course we're not just talking about it throwing off our podcasting schedule we're talking about life in general like for me you know my week last week could have been very fucking different. Oh like, I can't imagine. If something would have happened and I was grieving this whole last week rather than being very thankful and grateful that he and his dad and everybody in the house made it out. I mean, thank God, you know, everyone in the household made it out, including the dog. Like, right. Craig even was able to get his computer out and things like that. And when well, the girlfriend, like, whisks Jake out. Yeah, out of a like, dead sleep. Scooped yeah. him up, took him outside, made sure he was okay. And yeah. it was just, it was traumatic because it, I mean... If you know the distance from where I live to where he lives, it's about a 35-minute drive. Yeah. And it took me 19 minutes. (laughs) So I got called at midnight um, from an unknown number and didn't answer it. And then the second time it rang, I thought, oh, "Oh, they'll leave a voicemail. Right. And then the third time it rang, I knew something was up. So I quickly picked up my phone, and it was Craig on on a firefighter's phone number. So I rushed out of the house, like, so fast. And we got there exactly within, like, 19 minutes. That's crazy. And, but the sad thing is, is that, you know, he had to, my son had to watch, you know, the house burn down before we made it out there. So yeah. the firefighters were on scene, and it was very traumatic for him. He, he just was in the car. They had backed the car out of the driveway and put him in there with the dog. Well, and were like, stay here. You know, your job is to watch Pistol. And, and this is your six-year-old son. Yeah, he's six. Like, he yeah. just started first grade. I know. And he's, he's very, um, he had just, yeah, just started sixth grade a couple first weeks grade. ago. First, first grade. First grade, sorry. I mean, he's six, yeah. <laughs> um, but the crazy thing is, is like, 
he's very emotionally advanced, I feel like, for a kid. Mm -hmm. So he was really concerned with how people would react when he missed his things. Mm -hmm. Like, he didn't want to talk about how he missed his toys or he was worried about... um, One thing that he was really concerned about, actually, was his grandpa had got him an iPad for his birthday just last month. Mm -hmm. And he was super concerned that it burned. But he didn't want to bring it up and he didn't bring it up for almost a full week because... He knew that his dad getting out and his and his um you know his girlfriend getting out were more important than stuff. Right. So for a six year old to to think of that in advance was really strange to me. But also I had to make sure to make a point, be like you know, it's okay to be upset that your toys are gone. Right. It's okay to be sad that you don't have you know clothes at dad's now. Mm-hmm. And I know this is super weird to say, but. Like, I was really thankful for a split household at that point. Oh, yeah. Because he still had the solidarity, you know, his life with me. And, and his clothes. Right. And, and, you know, he can go to school. And he has to yeah. Stay. And, and I have Relatively, him. Relatively, I mean. Yeah, exactly. I have him Monday through Friday for school anyway. Right. So he still has that normalcy. And we made the decision to go ahead and send him to school on Monday, even though I really didn't want him to go. Right. I you really wanted to wanted, hold him. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to stay home with him. But I thought, he needs to know that life goes on and routine stays right you know and so well and we had you guys over and had our normal yeah. spaghetti mondays yeah and, spaghetti monday and he and he was i mean he was we fine. wanted to make sure that yeah. he had he loves spaghetti so i was like let's have that and yeah. he likes it yeah. and uh and then he just One was like a few foods right uh <laughs> and it's few foods that we make right yeah <laughs> But yeah, he the one thing that I remember him saying is he was explaining to Maddie eventually after like yeah. a half hour or so is like he watched his toys burn. Yeah. As he was getting out of the house. He was like, they were just melting and I was just like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> like I can't imagine he's just saying that like it happened. Right. But I'm here. Yeah. And I was just like, Jake, we're so happy that you're you're here and that's yeah. what's important. Everyone and, around us has been really, really amazing and like people at my work have really pitched in and come to aid and they, they're trying to like you know give his dad stuff that we're, we're literally like stockpiling stuff so right. that when his dad gets a rental or whatever happens he's got to start and I know his dad actually um, his dad's girlfriend started to go fund me um, on their end as well oh, so nice. their family and friends on their side have been helping out as well nice. um, and the living situation is still shaky and it's going to be you know eight to nine months before they're even the renovations are going to be done at the house or the you know, insurance is taking a while. It, you know, it's all those little things. And I don't know too much about what's going on with him. I just keep checking in. Right. Like, hey, are you guys doing okay today? Do you need anything? And he's been very appreciative that um, my boyfriend and I, Kareem and I, have been, like, going out of our way to make sure that he's okay. Make sure if, you know, if he wants to just drop in and have Jacob for an hour, he has... Right. We're going to work around the schedule. Because you have Jake full time right now. Yeah. To keep him So, steady. you know, I don't want him to feel... I didn't want him to feel like... He couldn't take him for the weekend, so he couldn't see him. You know, I want him to know that, like, if he comes and picks him up for an hour, goes to McDonald's, like, that's okay. Right. Well, it was also traumatic for Craig, not oh, absolutely, Jacob. So it's kind of nice that he can, he can also gather himself Mm -hmm. so that when he does spend time with Jacob, it's quality time and it's not like grieving time for him. And he didn't. They didn't take him this weekend, which is understandable. But they're gonna try next weekend to go to his sister's and take him. So it's just been like it's just been a crazy experience, but it's also taught I think Jacob a lot about what is really important Mm -hmm. and me right because you I mean I've I've known people whose houses have burned down or who have known people whose houses have burned down and I've known some people who had a really bad tragedy where you know the kids all perished in the fire and and those were close friends of my sister and so like I've I've heard about it I've had the experiences like secondhand 
but you never expect it's gonna happen to you or someone very close to you. So I was just really, really grateful that Jacob was, you know, able to get out of there and everybody was not hurt. Right, and, and he know, didn't have was, to, he dealt with the house, but he didn't have to deal with more tragedy. Right, exactly. the house, which exactly. really, you know, a blessing. Right, and so that's way. just one, you know, example of, Sometimes life really can give it to you. Right. Um, and, and you I, just never know. Like, you didn't know that. And I was actually up and you texted me. Yeah. And you like were like, 1 a.m. Oh my gosh, I'm going to get Jacob and this is what's happening. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah, you're like, what? Text me if you need me. <laughs> like, what do I do? You I was know? up for like two, like, I was up until like two o'clock after that. Cause I was Same. Like, <laughs> I was like, Nathan, I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> should we, should we uh, get a fire extinguisher or anything? Yeah. Like, well, and I think that, like, for me, I'm always, like, trying to be as prepared as possible as I watch a candle burn right now. Yeah. Over on, <laughs> Over on the other side of the room from us, she's like, mm. uh, Well, and you guys have to know, too, like, everybody listening, it's really funny, but um, when I lived with Nathan and Chrissy, like, one of the things that we always gave her crap about was that she constantly cleans up the dryer vents. Yeah. Because she's so afraid that something's going to happen. I'm like, Chrissy, they're not any worse from two days ago. Like, yeah. calm down. But it's true. She, like, she gets a little bit paranoid about stuff like that, which, you know... You're either that way or you're not, but it's important. It's important to yeah. have a plan and advance, you know. Yeah. And it, for her, it's just like it's just like a paranoia of like the safety of her family, which makes sense, and right. you should be, you know. Yeah. And so I'm really grateful to have friends around me that <laughs> that understand that and like want to prepare and like it definitely. I think even just you, yeah. you and me both, like made us think about you know what are we going to do. And I'll share what Jacob said the night after the fire, I, d- I thought he was acting really normal all day. So I mm-hmm. thought, okay, when, when it quiets down and we go to bed, it's going to, you know, something's going to come hit up. Him. Yeah. It's going to yeah. hit him. And it did. Sure enough. He didn't want to go to sleep the first night um, that he was with us. But he said to me, mom, if there's a fire, what do I do at our house? Like that's a valid question. Yeah. It's a valid question. <laughs> he said, so if there's a fire in the middle of the night, where do I go here? Because I don't know any of our neighbors. I don't know anyone. I said, well, you know how your iPad has FaceTime ability and, you know, you can call 911 on your iPad. And we talked about how you can do that on the iPad. We showed him and um, just made it so that, like, he has he has several of our family members FaceTime on there. And so he knows how to – he's always kind of known how to do it. But I told him, you know, this is what you think about if something bad is happening mm-hmm. in the house or, you know, you need to get out. You grab your iPad if you can. If you can't, that's no big deal. Just go knock on someone's door that's nearby or scream for help, you know. Right. But I was like, the main thing is that you get outside. And he's like, well, do I go to your room? And I said, nope. If I'm in my room and you don't – and you knock on my door or you yell for me and I don't answer – you get outside. Right. You go to the front door and you go out or you go out your window, you know, cause right. I, cause he can, he can. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, okay. So we just had like a, a real conversation about, you know, dangers. Well, and, that's what they always taught us in school is to right. have a plan with your family. And, and that was his next question. Yeah. What do I do at school if there's a fire? And I said, yeah. you follow your teacher. Right. And if your teacher's incapacitated, you get outside. Right. Just get out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was the one thing I talked to Nathan about after this was, I, we are on the second, our bedrooms are on the second level and I was like, yeah, third. And I was like, we need stairs. They make the stairs that like roll up and you can unroll them to get out. Mm -hmm. And if the fire is in the living room or in the hallway or not in the hallway, but like in the the stairway stairway, or it's downstairs or whatever, we can't get down. So Mm -hmm. I need to buy those because I'd be out on your roof. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then what happens? 
Um, hopefully the fire department comes and gets you down. <laughs> or we jump a roof. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, technically, you probably could jump from your roof to your, to your front yard. Oh, front. Yeah, or the neighbor's maybe. roof. Yeah. Yeah. It, absolutely. Because, so, yeah. It's, you could it's just weird hop to, roofs. Like, right? It's weird to think about stuff like that, but it's like, you don't think about it. No. That's the thing. It's like, you're like, oh, it's like a modern world, and you never consider, like, what's going to happen, you know, or... or what, what will happen. Yeah. Yeah. And we... So I have, before this, I've had, I have two fireproof safes. Yeah. (laughs) And one has, like, important stuff in it, like, uh, important valuables, and one has, like, important documents. Mm -hmm. And so I, this week, (laughs) I was really sick, and so I was, like, going through all of our important documents to make sure that they're all, like, everything that we need, and then also putting in there things that we, we, you know, need now that weren't in there before. And so I think having the this happened made me help plan it, you know, plan out a different path. Cause I had done that like two years ago. So it was easier for me to, um, to really go through it and be like, okay. And that's kind of what I do is I just like go through, okay. Like it's my, it's my anxiety. So I'm like, okay, what could I do to help make it easier? And I also think that like, if something happens to me, I am like the creator of our household. Like I make yeah. sure all the bills are paid. I make sure all the important documents are taken care of. And I do all of that. And my husband's great. He does a lot of other stuff for our right. household, but like I do all of the, like the documentation right. basically. Yeah. He would have no idea. Uh, what yeah. He would, do. he would be like, ah, what do I yeah. do? Like I have all this yeah. safe. So I'm kind of trying to help him, you know, uh, get things together and be able to understand where things are so that. Yeah. He, he really would like, if like, something happened to you, he really would not know where anything is. Yeah. And so I, I, <laughs> I have a label maker, which I love. And so I like labeled binders. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. so I made sure that he knew like their budget binder and all that. Yeah. I recreated the budget. Well, binder. and he'd have to get into all those accounts and know how to access them. Like right. all that stuff that yeah. you don't even think about. Like, no, I went to work actually on Friday and, sp- or was it Thursday? I think it was Thursday. And I, um, had an appointment with my Aflac person and I got full on life insurance. Like I have basic life insurance through my job, but I added like additional life insurance, including accidental life and dismemberment and stuff like that. Like it just made me really think like I should probably have a plan if something happens to me specifically. Right. Um, yeah. So, and that's such adult things to think about. Like I never thought about this in my like late teens or and 20s. Oh gosh. Yeah. (laughs) You, well, your parents thought about it for you or hopefully. Yeah, well, yeah. And, like insurance and like life insurance and health insurance and all that happened like until you're like until I was like in my early twenties, right. and then the first time I had like a, a nine to five job that was decent, I had life insurance, but right. I never thought it was important. You right. know, I never went above and beyond and got extra. But I have two boys, so like it's gonna be split in half. <laughs> so, right. Well, at least something that will take care of them to a point yeah. where they can be, you know, stable. Yeah, and, and something get to a point where they can. Live. Right, exactly. Something my insurance rep uh, mentioned that I hadn't thought about was, you know, she said a lot of people buy life insurance because if they pass away, they want their kids to be able to go to college or they want, um, you know, their kids to be able to pay rent when they're in their early 20s, something that they would normally help them out with, stuff like that. But a lot of people don't think about the fact that, you know, you've passed away. Right. Your kids need to do things with their other parent or their guardian, whomever that may be. And she said a lot of things people don't think about are like, summer camp or you know sports or mm-hmm. whatever until they're older because you're assuming your kids are going to be adults when you pass away or old enough to take care of themselves but like right. if we pass away today 
Maddie's going to want dance classes and Nathan, Nathan's going to be working full time and paying rent and household. Like he's not going to have the time or the money to spend to let her do summer camp or dancing. Right. And, you know, and it really hit home. Like I was like, you're right. You know, I, I want them to be able to be kids and to be able to do fun things to kind of help with losing help a parent. parent. Yeah. Yeah. And help the other parent. Yeah. Right. So it made me think. So, yeah. That's a good idea. I should get life insurance. <laughs> <laughs> like, shit. Now I'm going to be calling live insurance wherever that is. I also, I also need to make a will. I'll send you my lady. Okay. She's awesome, actually. Yeah, I loved Athletic. When yeah. I broke my arm, I got like three grand, so that was awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, she it has sucked the... I broke my arm, but... She, yeah, they have the accidental supplemental insurance, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. yeah. No, that was great because... Yeah. It, it, helped, it, it helps pay like any of a deductible or whatnot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's super awesome. It, I, I broke my arm like six years ago. And... Athletic, feel free to sponsor us. Yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> right <laughs> no but it was it was good yeah um, that's awesome but, yeah but yeah like if you break a bone it helps you right and it helps you outside of insurance right exactly so, that's what i mean yeah which is like nice. deductibles and stuff yeah yeah but yeah so we wanted to talk about like planning and and like like things that we don't really think about until they actually hit us right and i think there's a lot of things happening in the world today that we can't predict. Right, exactly. And it's not necessarily a fire or... We live in the Northwest. Like, Like, yeah. there could be an earthquake. Or a tsunami. Or... or yeah, really. Is it going to come this far, do you think? <laughs> I mean, there's there's maps out there with climate change that say, you know, by 2060 or whatever that we're going to be covered in water in Oregon. True. Except for yeah. Eastern Oregon, so... It's very possible. I mean, you never I know. I mean, hopefully it'll happen slowly and I'll just start moving that yeah. way into inland. <laughs> you know, um, but per- yeah, we don't. Not just preparing for things, but, but making, I mean, just taking a second to like realize or having someone say something that makes you realize like, I should probably get on, you know, like you said, life insurance right. or something along those lines. Um, like you just kind of get, get a fire safe. Like, yeah, get get a fireproof safe. Like things like that. That we do have a fire extinguisher in our kitchen. Yeah, I know. Because uh, yeah, I forget why. Oh, it was the smoke detectors. We had all our oh, smoke detector yeah, fiasco. Issues, I yeah. was like, I'm just gonna buy a, I'm gonna buy a fire extinguisher just in case. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I well, I also think it's not just like planning and boring stuff, boring adult stuff, <clears throat> but also like this summer we were just talking about like our. Like, we have been having so many experiences with our kids. Yeah, we, we were talking about how you're not guaranteed tomorrow, so just... Right. Sometimes you just need to take the trip yeah. and just do fun stuff. and do things because yeah. it's important. And I was actually... Memories. This weekend, I created myself a little, like, scrapbook bullet, bullet journal thing, and I was just going through our year, and I was like, I haven't even made it to July yet, and, like, we have so much that we've done. Yeah. And really just having that. those... Like, if I were to be gone, like, Maddie would have at least those memories of mm-hmm. me or vice and versa. Pictures, yeah. And pictures, And she'd be able to be like, you and know, we did all these so things. so many planners. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, what are we doing? <laughs> which, which one do we use? Do we keep these? Or yeah, which one was she actually using? She was using all of them. All of them. That's all her of, secret. All at once. <laughs> once. <laughs> no, but seriously. But yeah. The, having think, those memories is so important. Yeah. yeah, and I think that also is something that you learn when you go through some like go through it. A, a traumatic, a tra- yeah, yeah. A traumatic event yeah. is that you get this like this vision board of like what you've done, and right. you're like, I want to do more of that. Like yeah. Jacob probably is like, I'm so glad that I get to spend all this time with you, mom. Yeah, because I didn't, you know, 
I something could have happened to me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or to dad. Exactly, yeah. Um, which he's is very, really scary. He's very grateful to have his dad. And, you know, he's been very understanding, too. Like, his dad called him yesterday. I was like, I'm so sorry I'm not taking you this weekend, buddy. And Aww. he's like, it's okay. I'm spending the weekend with Grammy. I want you to make sure that everything's okay on your Aww. end. Like, he's you know, he's so... <laughs> I know, he's so, he's so, like, just, like, understanding. And, you know, Jacob, he doesn't like to stay the night anywhere. So, right. for him to say, yes, I'll stay the night at Grammy's, because he knew that Kay and I had planned to go to a wedding up in Seattle... Yeah. Which, by the way, the wedding that we went to was freaking amazing. It was so whimsical and magical. <laughs> um, but anyway, we went up to Seattle, and he knew we had this planned, you know, and mm-hmm. we had talked about it. And so I said, you're going to go to Grammy's house and stay the night because we're doing this. And he was like, okay. And he does not agree to stay the night at people's houses. Oh, really? Like, he does not agree. But lately, he's just been very like, okay. Yeah. You know? And he's not sad. Like, it's not, it's not, he's like doing it out of like guilt. He's doing right. it because it's he's... Not- I think he's just more appreciative of life in general, like right. being able to go see certain people and, you know. Yeah, I get to so. see Grammy, spend the night with Grammy. I know we offer, like, I was like, if you need a date night, because you're kind of taking yeah. full custody right now. <laughs> right, yeah. Kind of trying to give Craig a, a break to figure things out. Yeah. But I'm like, and, and you're like, well, maybe he'll maybe he'll be up, up for it. And I was yeah. like, sure, like, let's do it. Because you always take Maddie, but it, for a while it was like, he wouldn't stay the night with us. Yeah. Like, we would hang out with him, but he won't stay the night anywhere. But we have a guest bed, so... Right, maybe exactly. He'll, maybe he'll, maybe maybe he'll, he'll do, do it this time. Do a, uh, a sleepover. Right? Everybody camp in the living room. <laughs> Except you. Well, you're I don't know about that, because I want him upstairs with us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want him downstairs by himself. Oh, yeah, no, no. He wouldn't, yeah. he wouldn't stay downstairs. <laughs> He'd be like, mm, mm, I think I'll call my mom. <laughs> yeah, right? Mom? Mom, can you come get me? <laughs> yeah. Right? Did you ever do that when you were a kid, when you went to stay the night at people's houses, call your mom to come get you? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I was in third grade, and my friends watched, this will date me, Buffy the Vampire, I think it was third or fourth grade. Oh God, I love Buffy. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and it was yeah. like one of my first big sleepovers. Yeah. And I got so scared, because I was like nine or ten, yeah. and I was, no, I was like, yeah, whatever, I was around that age. And I was like... Mom, I want to go home. Because it was like the, there was like a scene where like he comes in the window. Oh. And like I was so scared that something was going to come in her window. <laughs> and so I just wasn't ready for it yet. I'm not ready. <laughs> and it was like the movie. It wasn't yeah. the TV show. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It was a little creepier. It was, yeah. It was for a little the time. different. Yeah. For the time. And so that and, uh, was it the monsters under the bed? Oh, God. Was that okay. was Fred Savage? Okay. That movie is actually terrifying. Right. Like I've even watched it as an adult and been like, mm. Yeah, it's no. scary. I used to watch that like Are you in afraid of the dark second too? grade with my friend, and I'd be like, "Mom, I, I don't, I just want to go home." Yeah, nah, I'm so, good. But that was I, I forget what it was called. Was it called Monsters Under the Bed? Uh, I think it was just called Monsters. Monsters, but it had something under the bed. Fred Savage, and he would like there was like a whole network of monsters that yes, lived under yes, his bed. Yes, 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 from the eighties. Really old. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally watched that Ugh. as an adult, like recently. Yeah, it's like it doesn't stand up for one. <laughs> yeah, it just it did not stand the test of time. But you say, "Are you afraid of the dark?" Yeah, are you oh afraid of the dark gosh. on the Disney Channel? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Or was it Nickelodeon? It was Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Nick at night. Yeah. Yeah, because are you afraid of the dark? My parents terrifying Nickelodeon. Yeah. In where our small town that we were at, so when I went to her grandparents, I would watch it, and yeah. all I remember is that one episode where he was like, "I'm cold." Oh God. I'm cold. <laughs> oh God! Why is shit so scary? Like. Movies messed me up as a kid, man. I was actually just telling Kay. We were looking at Amazon Prime and the new movies that they have on there. And they have um, The Secret of Nim. Oh. And it's been so long since I watched The Secret of Nim. And I don't think I have watched it intentionally because of the freaking owl. It freaks me out. And um, I was like, let's watch it with Jacob. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Such a terrible person. Is The Secret of Nim 
It's the one with the mice and the oh, okay. there's that creepy owl in the tree. Oh I don't my think gosh, I've so ever seen it. I, I I always confuse, it's a work of art though. It's I always confuse that with the one where he's like he has like a, a bed and like he goes into this other world. Okay. Little Nemo, that's what it's called. Oh yeah, Little Nemo. Okay, I yeah, remember that. it was really freaky and with like the racist frog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know, like smoked a cigar and it was yeah, all yeah. Like, yeah it, was, it was rough. But it was, uh, that's what that reminds, that's, I always confuse that with, uh. Secret of Nim. Yeah. Yeah. So I always get those confused. Because I think they were released around the same time in the late Maybe. 80s, early 90s. I actually um, have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, but, movies could be totally freaky. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> anyway, back to what we were talking about. Um. But yeah. yeah. So it sounds like, I mean, we've got, you've gotten through it and things. Yeah, like, for the most part. Okay. I mean, at this time, you know, I'm having to. Uh, come up with a little bit of extra money to uh, cover things, you know, like usually Craig and I split daycare and things like that. So I went ahead and paid through October and was like, don't worry about it. And he was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. But it's like, if it, if it was happening to me, I would hope that he was just as helpful. And I I think he would be. Um, So yeah, he seems a good co-parent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and, and he's just really grateful to Kay and I, you know, to, to take on, you know, a little bit extra and it's not, it's not like we're taking on like the world or anything, but, um, you know, a lot of parents have their kids full time. It's kind of normal. So (laughs) we're, we're okay. Like it's not, yeah, it's not like we're like taking on a huge, you know, debt to do it or anything. No, but it's different. You weren't planning it. But absolutely. And we're, we're just trying to help him out as much as we can. I know you did the, um, you set up the PayPal pool and that 140 bucks, I was like, you know, it's a small amount, but I think it's going to help him. And it did. It got him like another night in a hotel or whatnot. So, um, able to, to get some things, some food and stuff. So yeah. After Red Cross's help, you know, wore off for a week. Um, after a week, it was like, you know, what do we do now? So I have no idea really what they're doing, but um, they've definitely appreciated everything that you and I have set up for them and done. And they've, like I said, they've got to go fund me, so that's cool. That's good. Um, yeah. And then, you know, I was actually talking about this to my mom. It's kind of like a blessing. Um, I paid, like I said, paid daycare in advance and stuff and sent that $141 PayPal pool to Craig, you know, and I could have been like, um, the PayPal pool will be great for Craig's half of daycare. Right. You know what I mean? But I thought he's going to need it. So right. I just took the hit and then my job, like they gathered together and they all like, they, um, put in 20 bucks each and they gave me like $300 oh in cash gosh. on Friday. And so I was like in tears because that's, Aww. that's the next two months of daycare on for his half of it. So right. I won't have to come up with any extra. And it was just kind of nice. And Kay was like, you know, that's karma, you know, because you're helping so much and because of what you've done in the past to help other kids. Right. You know, yeah, and your family has been really big on helping. Kids. Yeah. We always jump in to help if there's a kid that needs it. You know, like when we supported the homeless shelter, um, right before school started, we gave to a bunch of, uh, kids that needed clothes and stuff. And, right. um, he's like, that's, that's what happens. You know, it comes around, it comes back around. And I was like, I don't think of it that way, but I am very appreciative for the people around me. And I'm only, you know, eight weeks into having this job and people have been incredibly supportive and helpful. And it's just, yeah. it's just a really nice culture. Well, and I think that's what happens when you work for a good company. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And one of the reasons I took this job and left my other one is because of culture. You right. Know, I wanted, I wanted a good culture of, of working environment and that's, what's important to me. Right. I can make money anywhere. Right. I'd rather have a nice place. Yeah. Yeah. You have to, you have to weigh the, the good and the bad with everything and right. see what's worth it to you. And but, we're, we're both fortunate, you know, to be able to have health care and yeah. insurance and life insurance because we choose to. Right. Like, we are very, very fortunate in being able to choose to have those things yeah. and uh, give that to our kids. So, 
I just don't take it for granted. And I, I never really have, but if this week has taught me anything, it's that we are in a position to be very grateful for what we've got and the ability to give our kids the option to be able to give our kids something if we pass away or help us out if something like traumatic happens right. that is unexpected. And you then know? also set yourself up to be ready right. for something, you know, yeah. as best you can. Yeah, you can preach life life insurance and, and set, setting yourself up all you want, but some people just, they don't have that ability. Right, and or so, the time to, like, yeah. do what I did this week where and, I went through my you know, my when you're files. making the bare minimum money, you're not putting $12 a month into life insurance, beca- or $12 paycheck into life insurance because you can't. Right, and that's where so, we were. That's exactly. That's why we had to stop it because yeah. I was like, I can't. Like, that's something that can't... That's a luxury right now. It's funny how that works out, you know? But, yeah, it'll... You know, people... You never know what's going to happen. You never know, yeah. And we wanted to talk about that because I have anxiety about planning and, you know, you guys went through a big... A big... a big event that happened last week. I, w- I don't want to say it's a tragedy. I think it was. A, I think a it blessing. was the best it could have been. Right. Yeah. And the yeah. best thing that could have happened. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So we wanted to talk about that because we wanted to come back and be like, Hey. Yeah. We're here. We're back. We swear we're we didn't back. leave you. It was no, just one week. It was just. It was just something <laughs> happened, and we needed to take some time to like regroup. Yeah. And get back together, and then we wanted to see you guys again. Yeah. Uh, we enjoy so much being in your ear every week like we always say please like subscribe follow us you can find us on instagram two broke moms podcast and twitter two broke moms pod you guys share us with your friends we want to keep making these we love it yeah all right (laughs) and we promise not to leave you hanging anymore right (laughs) no 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 more hanging okay all right have an awesome rest of your week guys and uh it's monday tomorrow today if we if you're listening to this it's monday and the week has just begun yes so get Get out there do your thing plan for shit to happen right (laughs) get that shit together together (laughs) bye bye Do it for the love, for the love, yes I do. So you don't care about the money, well yes it's true. And I'm so blessed to be fulfilling my destiny. All material things could mean less to me. Only thing I ever could need is a Sarah B sample with a dope ass beat. And get the mic check, check all the levels right. And if it's good, then I'll be here for several nights.